Shalom Aleichem, and welcome back to Sefer Makavim. The war is over. Judea is free from Seleucid rule, and once again under Jewish sovereignty. And this chapter, a shorter one, is almost entirely devoted to describing the golden years of peace that Judea enjoyed while Shimon ruled as Kohen Gadol. We'll mention some of the points the Book of Maccabees includes. Now, if you've got a great memory, you might remember how back in chapter 2, when Matityahu addresses his sons while on his deathbed, he says, I know that your brother Shimon is a wise man of counsel. Listen to his voice, and he shall be a father to you. Now Shimon is able to put his father's words into practice. He is a wonderful ruler. He rules his people firmly but fairly, and always acts in accordance to the law seeking out the good of the people and removing wickedness from among them. The Jews love him and they rejoice that he should be their ruler. There is no war. While Shimon rules Judea, there is a lasting peace. Shimon expands the boundaries of the country to include the coastal plain, bringing places like Jaffa under Jewish control. In the modern state of Israel, we take access to the coast for granted because a quarter of Israel's borders are on the Mediterranean Sea. But as we've already seen, this was not necessarily the case when the second base of Migdash stood. Judea itself was more centrally located in the mountains, and many non-Jews lived by the coast. And if they were feeling especially anti-Semitic, they could potentially block B'nai Israel from gaining access to the coast. But when Shimon ruled, however, this entire region came under Jewish control. The land is fruitful. The Jews are able to till their fields and plant their crops in peace and the earth and the trees bring forth an abundance of food, more than enough for Shimon to stock supplies in all the cities around Judea. The elderly sit outdoors and discuss the goodness of the land, while the young men gird themselves with glorious armour. Shimon beautifies the Beit HaMikdash and has many extra vessels manufactured for use within it. The Book of Maccabees even goes so far as to phrase the idyllic situation as follows, Every man sat in security under his vine and under his fig tree, with none to make them afraid. For listeners acquainted with Tanakh, that verse might sound familiar. It's the same wording used by the Navi Micha when he describes the end of days. It's also used describing the situation of the country under Shlomo HaMelech's rule, the best period so far in Jewish history, when Bnei Israel enjoyed unprecedented peace and prosperity. In any case, this time when Shimon ruled Bnei Israel was certainly a high point of the Bayit Sheini era. Much of Shlomo's reign was a high point of our first 850 years in the land, from Yehoshua ben Nun until the first Chorban. Now, the news eventually reaches the Senate in Rome and the Lacedaemonians in Sparta that Yonatan is no longer alive, and they are very sorry to hear this. But as soon as they learn that Shimon is ruling in his stead, they are happier, and since neither of them previously corresponded with Shimon, but only Yehuda or Yonatan, they both inscribe brass tablets with a message for Shimon, officially renewing their friendship with him. Shimon reads these messages aloud before the people in Yerushalayim, and he sends to Rome a shield made from a thousand pounds of gold to show that their friendship is reciprocated. The Jews also sing Shimon's praises by inscribing his numerous accomplishments on a large brass tablet, how he rose up to defend the people after Yonatan was captured, and the nations rose up to destroy them how he took over the army and fortified the cities of Judea and the surrounding land, how he rules over the people with righteousness and only seeks to bring them good. They hung up this tablet prominently outside the Beit HaMikdash so all can see it. Demetrius has heard that the Romans regard Shimon as a friend, and so he accords Shimon great honour as well, despite his bad history with us. And the chapter closes by stating how the Jews would have been happy for Shimon to rule over them forever, 
he was that good. I must say, after 13 chapters of battles, suffering, and broken promises, this chapter of peacetime does make a lovely change. Naturally, it doesn't last. We'll see some developments in the next chapter that result in yet another Greek attack upon Judea. But Shimon will be ready for it. <laughs>